Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am one of your hosts, Barry Johnston. I hope that you have enjoyed a wonderful 4th of July. I hope you got to uh, set off many, many fireworks. Hopefully no one got a uh, pant leg caught on fire. Or uh, or anything else blown up. Um, <laughs> uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe, who I spent many, many a 4th of July with as a youngster. And we both had great times blowing things up. How are you, sir? I am exploding with memories of our 4th of July. And yeah, we had a blast, man. We'd be... You know, we'd pop fireworks, we'd pop firecrackers yep. all day. Yep. Black cats, thunder bombs, smoke bombs. Yep. Um, out of your house in the country. Yep. And you had a pool as yep. well. And your dad and my dad and everybody would be grilling out all That's day. Right. And then yeah. we'd ride our little 80 motorcycles around. And just, yep. man, those, those were great times. They were, man. Every year was just waiting to figure out who was going to, uh, you know, hurt themselves or make the biggest mistake with a firework. That's right. Usually and, uh, it was my dad, but usually yeah. it was your dad. <laughs> Famous. Yeah, we, your dad. we did have such a great time. It, 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 those were wonderful memories, man. Wonderful times. And, um, and we hope you hope you had the opportunity to get together with your family and friends to, to do something special like that. This, uh, last year that we were talking before about what we all went through with the COVID thing. Uh, I think people are taking more time, hopefully to spend uh, out in the outdoors and, um, mm-hmm. and get together with, with your loved ones and, uh, and just take time to connect with people. So uh, we're happy to connect with you guys uh, on a weekly basis. We have been through it all through the thick yes. and the thin. We've been here putting out episodes for you guys because we love to do it. That's right. We love it so much that we are actually going on other people's shows, other people's podcasts, and talking about how much uh, we love doing this show and how much we love Weirdsville yeah. in general. And um, so, yeah, so this past um, this past week, we were interviewed for two shows. We were guests on our former guests' shows. Yeah. That makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Adam Beerman from a couple of episodes ago, uh, we were on his Breezing with Beerman. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. he, he does it. If you guys haven't checked his uh, his podcast out, it's called Breezing with Beerman. He just does a great job. They're nice short episodes. And so yeah. you're in and you're out and he'll cover a broad range of topics. He has a bunch of different people on from a bunch of different walks of life. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, and it's cool to do these, um, to do these podcasts too, because we're kind of on the other side of it and, uh, and getting asked questions from people that maybe sometimes don't get asked because 
we just don't have a way, you know, if, if you're not writing us or emailing us, sometimes we don't have a, a, a way to answer um, some yeah. questions. We've had some lobbed our way, but it's always fun to do that, put ourselves in the other side of the, uh, of the screen, as it were. Yep. And we also, of course, talk to the girls from Most Excellent Podcast, um, and that was also a lot of fun. We, uh, we really enjoyed hanging out with those girls and just shooting the shit in our particular weird way. So yeah, yeah, good times, always good times to talk to them and, and talking to anybody that does this. Uh, it's, it's always a lot of fun to connect with people, you know, cause there's already sort of a, you know, an understanding about what we're trying to do. So it's, it's always fun to, to touch base with people that are, that are fellow podcasters. Well, with that being said, we have a great one for you today, guys. Our guest today is uh, Cindy, and uh, she is the host of a podcast called True Hauntings and Scary Stories. She's great, man. She's really got some cool stories. A lot of them originate from where she's from in uh, St. Augustine, Florida. And those of you that don't know much about St. Augustine, Florida, um, its history is about as far back as you can go, uh, as far as America goes. It's really kind of, you know, kind of where it started. Uh, at least mm-hmm. one of the one of the original places where where us Europeans came over. Yep, it was the first European set- permanent European settlement uh, and fortification here in the United States. Um, at least that we're aware of, you know, there could have been some Viking stuff, but, uh, that's yeah, another, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's another right. story. Yep. Which is always a cool topic too. Um, but yeah, she was a lot of fun and, uh, yeah. and had some really, really cool stories to, uh, to share with us. Yeah. She is a, um, she writes her scary stories. So she shares some of those on her podcast, but also she tells scary stories because she is definitely, Someone who uh, sees dead people. <laughs> she yeah. has the gift, or she sees. She's had a lot of experiences and a lot of cool experiences, and uh, we uh, we're going to have her back on because we had unfortunately some technical issues during the recording of this episode, but we've got enough to piece it together uh, to share some of her really just incredible stories, but. Uh, but like I said, we're going to have her on for some more because because um, she's got some more. So Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Let's get to Cindy. Cindy, what's your weird story? So um, I grew up in St. Augustine, Florida, which is kind of known to be super haunted. It's, you know, the oldest city in the U.S., or at least that's how some people say it. I had a school teacher that right at the top of all of our quizzes. St. Augustine is the oldest continuously occupied European settlement in North America because it's actually the oldest city. <laughs> so everything here is haunted. Yeah. So yeah. so my grandparents' house was built in 1876. It is a three-story uh, Victorian Gothic style house that is huge. I think it has like 16 different rooms in it. Um, and it's so I kind of grew up in there. My grandparents bought it before I was born and um, were fixing it up and starting to live in it when I was very young. 
So I have early memories of being in there. But the cool thing about that house is that lots of people have died in it. Wow. I think Mm. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of them possibly was murdered in it. So what happened was the family that lived there before my grandparents were ex-carnies. And they were a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And Mm. the lady of the house never really let anybody leave. And she had two children that were half. So this is where the story gets kind of gross. Um, they were she half. Never what let was them what leave. was that again? They were half. They're what? half siblings. Okay. So their brother, sister, half. Uh, she had a an ex husband and then a current husband. So um, she wouldn't let them leave, and they ended up. Uh, in their early teenage years, being um, intimate together, and the daughter got pregnant. Mm. By so, mom raised that baby as her own and kept that that hidden. And would you believe, according to the journals my nanny found and the stories that last family member told her before he died. Um, she says that, or she always said that, uh, the daughter, who was the mother of this little boy, when he got old enough, she was with him and she got pregnant again, but this time by her son, who she had with her half brother. (laughs) Holy smokes. Yeah. So what happened was the lady of the house, the mom, um, she whisked her away, didn't tell anybody about the pregnancy. And this time she did not raise this little boy as her own. She kept him on the third floor as the family secret, like full on scary movie style. Wow. So he was um, disabled because of the incest. He was um, mentally handicapped. So she kept him on the third floor. She hated him. So she let her kids take care of him, Mm. which they did. So when the boy got to be acting out in ways that brought attention to him and the lady of the house did not like that at all. She was a seamstress and she had people come to her house for fittings, for ball gowns and things. And when she had um, a client over, he like made a ruckus and the client heard and she had to explain it away and it made her angry. She stormed upstairs and locked up the third floor and would not let them tend to him any longer. And he starved to death up there. Wow. Wow. So my nanny, when I was a kid, teenager, she showed me, well, I was 10 or 12 maybe. She showed me clocks that were in the wooden floor on the inside of that room that she thinks he died in. There were like little um, strips, like somebody peeled the wood in little areas. And she thinks that's that was him trying to get out. Wow. He was mentally handicapped, so he didn't really understand what was happening, probably. Probably didn't know a good way to escape. So she, she said that the last man that lived um, told her that when the boy passed, that the mom unlocked the, the third floor and let them bury him in the backyard. Wow, man. Dang, dude. <laughs> now, this is your grandparents' house? Yes. Oh, yeah. my. And my sister and I spent the night there almost every weekend growing up. Yeah, so many wow. things have. And I am not the only one that have stories from there. 
All my uh, relatives you, have had weird stuff you, happen. Did you stay on the third floor? Oh, no. None of us have ever slept up there. <laughs> In fact, my grandpa used that room that she thought he died in. He used that room to store like scrap two by fours and stuff. So uh, my memory of that room is always been stacked with like random stuff because my grandpa was a bit of a hoarder. Mm. So he would put like broken chairs and stuff in there. And it was never the third floor was never fixed up in a way that people could sleep there. Wow. Now, how old is the house? Do you know? Well, it was built in 1876. Okay. Yeah, so it's, old. it's 2021 now. <laughs> yeah, that's old. Yeah. I can tell you that's 145 years old. 145 years old, man. Mm-hmm. If it's wow. 1876, then uh, yeah. yeah. That Trust crazy. me, it looks it. <laughs> Dang, man. It's a little, it's a little um, falling apart the moment because my my nanny just passed this past january and uh she was 94 and so for years she hasn't been able to keep up with it my grandpa passed in 2012 so um it's in disrepair at the moment but i my family taken the house over and uh we're hoping that they um fix it up they're wanting to make it a bed and breakfast now can you imagine yeah, <laughs> paying man. money to sleep in that room on the third floor? No I told them they they need a waiver that people sign. <laughs> Otherwise they're gonna be refunding money left and right. No kidding. Well, they need the waiver and they need to advertise it as a as haunted and then they get, you know, all the, the dark tourism, you know, the spooky goth tourism or whatever you want to call it. People coming down to Florida. Um to that, you know, I mean, that would that's a major attraction that, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's an old house, it's historic, it's it's, you know, a beautiful house and possibly ghost. Yeah. So yeah, that would be that's I know a, a lot of people who would be all for that Barry's wife would be all oh, for that. She'd be way into it. <laughs> Is that like, I mean, on a scale from 1 to 10, what would what would your your rating of haunting be like? Dude, it's a 10. Really, I I hit record on my cell phone on my iPhone every time house, and almost every time I catch whispers, and it's usually not just one. And I'll tell you, the last time I was at the house because I live in Ohio, the last time I was there was for my nanny's funeral in March, and I haven't. I probably will never post this EVP because it's too personal. But I will tell you that I hit record while I was in the house, and the only whisper I caught was right at the end of the the recording, and it didn't sound like her voice, but it said, I'm okay, don't forget about me. I'm okay, and don't I, forget about me? So, yes. Oh, wow. On my nanny's funeral day. Wow. Wow. So, I don't know who else. that I was extremely close to my nanny, so it makes total sense that she would say that. Wow. Although I'm not sure why she'd worry about me forgetting about her. That would never happen. <laughs> uh, wow, man. Hey, everybody. This is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone, and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call, and it's coming from inside the house! 
Whoa. I love those urban legend stories. Dude, I do too. And you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane, but there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV and she turns them around and their face has SpaghettiOs. Oh man, or the hook guy. Remember the oh, hook the guy? Hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. Okay. So anyway, so EVP uh, at the funeral for your for your nanny. Um, now, how did you record this? I'm always interested whenever I hear people talk about doing this kind of stuff is this a a, anything special or no i literally i have an iphone and using this app for gosh four years or something and it's not a very well known one but it's called iRecorder and i just found it randomly on the internet and it's just for recording stuff it's it's not um sold as evp stuff or ghostly whatever mm-hmm. so yeah i just got it and i just hit record sometimes i hit record when i'm sleeping and i catch stuff that way um i always hit record when i'm at her house mm-hmm. um yeah that's wow. it it's nothing fancy okay that's cool wow that's amazing um so you grew up yeah, or your grand your grandparent your grandparents place where you were seeing these types of things is it something that you just um you you just it just normal to you well it seemed normal to me because i was exposed to it so much my earliest experience uh that was paranormal uh was probably when i was maybe 6 okay and um my grandparents, their house is a, a big, truly, it's kind of like a gone with the windish, mm-hmm. in that the stairway that goes to the second floor is like a big grand centerpiece in their mm-hmm. living room. So it has two small stairways that go up to this platform. It's like a stage almost. So when they were fixing the house up, my grandpa built this big platform, like a floor almost, that that nobody could get to the second floor because it wasn't safe yet. It wasn't fixed up and stuff. And he had us little kids running around. I'm the, I'm one of the youngest grandkids and I have a huge family. So it's a cool house to play hide and seek in. So I would go at six years old, I'd climb the stairs all the way to that top stair, right where that wooden platform was. And I would lay on that top stair and giggle, you know, on that top stair and then suddenly feeling like somebody was on the other side of that wood. Mm. I was only six. I did not know what ghosts were or anything. Mm. I just remember suddenly looking behind me at the wood and being like, who's over there? And trying to push on the wood. I'm only six, so I can't move it. But pushing on and like trying to peek through the crack. And and I do recall feeling coolness coming from the crack in the wood. But we're talking about Florida. So the upper floors become a furnace in the summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there was no reason that it should be cool up there at all. Wow. And I do at six remember 
feeling like somebody was there trying to see them and feeling a coolness coming out. Wow. So, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, we would play hide-and-seek, and I remember one time, I don't know the age, probably eight-ish, and hiding my grandparents loved music and they had a bunch of pianos and stuff in the in the living room and i hid under one of the grand pianos um all the way in the back and i I was hiding and i was like hee hee they're never gonna find me and all of a sudden i was like oh no like hair stood up on my neck and i just thought something's wrong and i scurried out and gave up (laughs) wow Wow, that's amazing that's amazing yeah I'm always curious when when people have grown up in in haunted houses and you know because to me that's just so I don't know what I would think you know because it's so, it's so weird to me obviously because I'm not used to that stuff but then you mm-hmm. talk to people like yourself it's like yeah I just I just grew up with it and it's normal just mm-hmm. I just it does not register <laughs> it still freaked me out when I you know there were a few times like. I saw. I never saw an apparition in their house per se. What I did see was I describe it as looking like that mirage that you see above a hot road. You mm-hmm. know, like that shimmery. Right. I would see that, but it would be in the shape of an oval floating in the middle of the room. Whoa. So I would like be sitting watching TV, and all of a sudden I'd be pulled out of the episode that I'm watching. You know, because when you're involved in the show, you don't pay attention. So all of a sudden. You snap out of it, and you and I would look up, and there would be that oval of shininess floating in the room. And yeah, that freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> One time, I like I kind of scurried past it because the door right beside it. So I was like, "Well, crap! <laughs> what am I going to do now?" So. Wow. Wow. Did all of the the things that were there? Did they feel? I mean, did they were there? Was there a darkness to them, or was it kind of like? You know, like, like an evil presence, or is it it's just, hey, there's other things that are living in the house, occupying the house, I should say. Yeah. With I never felt darkness. Um, my nanny would always, whenever we asked her about it, she would say, oh, they're good spooks. They're nice. They don't mess with anybody. They, you know, they just, they're here, and it's okay, and I just never feel alone. She said things like that. I never felt like I was going to be hurt, but I, from what I know about the people that lived there before them, I don't trust them. They weren't nice people. And I kind of feel like if your energy is not nice in life, then maybe you're not nice in death. I don't know. There's, that's true. Yeah, for sure. That's why I think. I know they had a hard time keeping, um, when they were fixing the house up, they had a hard time keeping workers there. Like they would hire, uh, for instance, a plumber or whatever, and they would come in and working and within a day or two, they'd just walk off the job. Wow. Wow. That happened more than once. Damn. Yeah. Well, with all that history there, who knows what's going on? I mean, that's pretty Mm -hmm. dark, man. That's pretty dark. Yeah. How did you, how did you know that? How did you, was that just something that everyone knew in town or something that just a story of the house or? Yeah, my grandparents' house is a very well-known haunted house okay. in my town. Uh, and I, my grandmother, my nanny, actually wrote a book about the people that lived there before her, their life story, pretty much. 
And uh, the only reason I don't tell the name of the book or any names of the people or my family is because it's a private residence still. Sure. And it's so well known that I don't want people to go there and bother them, sure. you know, and they've had that problem in the past. So there have been news articles in the newspaper about my grandparents' house over the years. Mm-hmm. It books that are about St. Augustine. She wrote a book about it herself. And the problem is that book published the year I was born. Mm. her real address in the book so that's why i can't tell anybody the name of the book because they would easily figure out where her house is wow yeah no kidding uh the the name of the house is the holiday inn (laughs) and um uh you can google that on uh holiday inn that's right i believe they're Uh, running a special this week yeah um I did see, gosh, a couple of weeks ago, I was just watching this uh, historical thing on YouTube, and they did a piece on um, St. Augustine. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is the f- is the first home in the U.S. or something like that down there? Something like that. It's like well, one of the we first... We have the oldest schoolhouse. Okay. And we have the oldest schoolhouse still standing, barely. And... I think they've got an oldest drugstore, um, and then there's the old fort. Uh, Castillo de San Marcos is the fort that's there. the The lighthouse, Saint Augustine Lighthouse, and the fort, and have all been investigated by these um, paranormal TV shows. I think um, Ghost Hunters has been there, and then and some place. And funny, another funny story that my husband hates is that <laughs> when we when we were at our first got married, um, I was only nineteen and he was twenty. So when we when he had his next birthday, he turned twenty one. I decided I was going to surprise him, and um, I booked a room at a bed and breakfast in our town. And I didn't tell him it was a surprise, but what I did was. My husband does not believe in the paranormal at all, still to this day. So I decided I'm going to convince him. So I (laughs) found the most haunted bed and breakfast in our town, and I booked haunted room in the haunted bed and breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not tell him. So uh, we went there, and he thought, oh, this is so sweet, and everything was great. And they had told me that uh, somebody committed suicide in the room. Mm. Uh, no, they told me that after. I'm sorry, because I wouldn't have booked it if I'd known that. That's a little right. dark. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they told me somebody died there and and uh, and that they like to mess with women's makeup bags and stuff. So I put all my makeup in a Ziploc bag, you know, so the spirit would know that's my makeup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on the other side of the room, you know, away from us <laughs> on a chair or whatever. So that night, his birthday um, happened to be wrestling night and he watched wrestling. So whatever he was watching that I fell asleep um, quite by accident. And so in the middle of the night, I wake up and he's fast asleep, but I wake up. This is how I wake up. So I'm sleeping. I like to sleep on my side with the covers all bunched up. So I was sleeping and the covers, I think they came off of me. I think they 
eight were pulled off of me is what I think. But I was asleep, so I can't tell you for sure. So I stirred, and I do remember stirring and pulling the covers back up and turning onto my side. And then, so now I'm half awake, and I'm trying to go back to sleep, and then something absolutely slaps me on the back of my neck. Like a person slapped me with their hand on the back of my neck. So I am immediately awake, and I flip over to my back, and I'm like, what is happening? And then I realize that I can hear a little noise, and it's like a rustling noise. And so I peek up over my covers, and I can see in the light that's coming in from the window that the bag with my makeup in it on the other side of the room. And that's the rustling that I hear is that plastic Ziploc bag. Oh, my. (laughs) So I'm terrified. My husband is half, like, he, when he sleeps, he sleeps through anything. So I'm freaking out. So I just lay there. And then I realize I really have to pee (laughs) because I (laughs) fell asleep by accident. (laughs) So I didn't pee before I went to sleep. So great. So I remember that the people told me that one of their um, house got locked in that bathroom for three hours, but the bathroom doesn't have a lock on the door. She went in to clean it and the door slammed shut and they couldn't get it open for three hours. So I've got that story in my head and I've got to pee and there's a ghost in the room. (laughs) So I'm internally freaking out. So I'm trying to wake him up and I'm like, honey, there's a ghost and he doesn't believe it anyway. So even if if he, but he's like, you know, mumbles, turns over. So I'm like, turn on the light. So it's a dimmer light. So he like turns it on a little bit and then he's gone again. So I get out of the bed and I, there's this big, heavy armchair, and I scoot it to where it is, blocking the door. <laughs> so if that ghost is going to slam the door, it's really going to have to work at That's it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I go in the bathroom. I'm, like, hovering over the toilet in full-on running stance. Like, if something happens, I am going to pee everywhere. <laughs> it's just how it's going to be. <laughs> so I managed to pee. And I get back in bed, and I lay there awake the rest of the night. I didn't go back to sleep. I just laid there, and period, like, it would pause. It would stop for a while, and then I'd hear the bag go again. And it was like that all night long. Wow. That's great. And he never did see the ghost, damn it. And then the next day, I called them to tell them what happened to me. And do you know what that lady on the phone said? Oh, honey, that ghost only haunts women. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's. Can we get. On. Excuse me. Can we get the room that only haunts men, please? <laughs> right? That's funny. I need that ghost. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. That stuff happens to me so much. I don't know if I draw it to me somehow or. I, I don't know. Sure. Maybe it's because I grew up in a haunted house. Yeah. I don't know could be like uh keyed into it you know somehow where you're just your perception is you you have an ability that's you know either from growing up around it or if it's just naturally there part of you but mm-hmm. it seems like you've got some kind of you know your your frequency is tuned into that station yeah and uh, whereas like your husband is uh not so much like just like me i'm i'm i am uh ghost blind <laughs> uh, I've lived in I um, 
I had an apartment that I lived in that a friend of mine lived in before, and uh, she moved out halfway through her lease, so I was able to get into it. And I didn't know that she was the prior tenant. I didn't know this where she lived. Um, and then when I found out later on, the reason that she left is because uh, she was freaked out because of ghost. And um, our neighbor, who was uh, in, in in the same, it's you know an old house in a college town that had been split up in apartments. The the girl who was in the front part of the um, the house, who's also been a guest on the show, she was seeing all sorts of crazy stuff. And uh, then there was me who was in the back, and uh, nothing. You know, I had a, I had a, there was a, a leak in the roof in one of the, you know, my living room. But uh, aside from that, I didn't see a thing. So. <laughs> you were just living life. Yeah. yeah. Just, Not even worth haunting. Not even worth yeah, it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Just recently, I went to a friend's house. She bought, she bought a house and it's, well, not recently. That was right before COVID. So, her house was built in 1830 up here in Ohio. And so she um, told me, you got to come see this house or whatever. Went and she said she hadn't heard that it was haunted, but she was curious. So we're walking through the house and I go off on my own and it's a big uh, two, three story house. Go into the loft and there's like storage area in there with little doors. I opened one of the doors and peeked my head inside to see what kind of space was in there. And when I looked to the left, I very clearly saw a girl that was probably like eight to 10 year old range nightgown, like curled, huddled, curled up in the corner, looking at me with her eyes, eyebrows raised like she was scared looking at me. Whoa, whoa. her but only for a moment that's how it happens to me i see them just for a moment enough to get some detail and then they're gone and so i saw her and i immediately got out of that and closed the little door and i just thought in my head like it's okay we're not gonna mess with you we're nice people wow you know that's a thing that she can hear sure so this happens (laughs) a lot to you i mean yeah yeah that's amazing People like you that have this happen all the time, and I have never had an experience like that ever. Mm. You know, it's uh, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. Some people are like, "Oh my gosh, that's terrifying." I don't think so. I think it's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Is that what has kind of led you into doing your podcast? Yeah, so my podcast is funny because I started a blog. I started a blog to promote an organizing business, and then that flopped because it turns out people don't want to pay you to organize their house. They just want you to tell them how to do it. So (laughs) I started the blog to promote that business, and then I happened to post of my ghost stories on that blog and it took off and I was like wait I'm in the wrong line of work here so then I started a new blog which is truehauntings.com and and that one took off then I after writing lots of stories in there I got encouraged to write a book so I did publish a book in October 2020 
And um, that's a fictional book. Uh, it's it's called Parade of Nightmares, and it is eight short stories. Each one is about a different phobia. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So if you have a phobia, it might be in there. You might not make it through that story. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I so see then a, after I I'm... A poster behind you, or it looks like maybe some uh, pages that with illustrations that from the book that have uh, little illustrations on, like the chapter head, I guess, of what, what it would yes. be. Yes. Uh, I am definitely skipping the spiders one for sure. <laughs> That's my sister's. Yeah. <laughs> she did not like that story. Let me just warn: uh, as a fictional horror horror writer, I am brutal. So my characters don't tend to fare well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, and my I have two phobias: it is drowning and heights, and I covered both of those in the book. And let me tell you, writing those stories with Olivia was brutal. I I kept having little adrenaline rushes and just freaking out internally. Wow, wow, that's <laughs> trying to write those. I figured it must be good if I'm freaking out. So sure, I went with it. That's awesome. We did do uh, but, when you write stuff like that about your fears. Does that creep into your dreams as well? I'm curious. Uh, no, I don't think it did. Hmm. Maybe I'm just one of those psychopaths they talk about in the memes where if you can watch a scary movie and then go straight to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, us who, uh, especially people who are interested in this kind, in the paranormal and in the supernatural yeah. and stuff like that, you know, who are in, who can go to sleep uh right after a good scary movie well maybe not a good one i like bad scary movies i like the bad monster movie you know the b <laughs> ones where mm-hmm. you can tell how poorly made how how the, how the budget was so small on these love those always have um but uh you know i i think that if i was going to be submerging myself into writing out these terrible things, these uh, um, a horror type thing. I, I don't know if it, I, I feel like it might get into my dreams, but then again, I, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I wrote the book, I started a Facebook group to promote the book and then that took off. And then my followers were telling me your, your, you know, true haunting stories are so good. You should start a podcast. And at first I ignored them. And then even my husband said, you should probably start a podcast. They're getting really popular. And so I molded over for a few months and then I finally just thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it. That's cool. And I did it. That's cool. Tomorrow That's will be 10 weeks. That's great. Nice. That's great. Yeah. It, well, it, it sounds great. And, um, and I got the chance to listen to uh, part of the first episode and it's really good. Or the 13, is it 13? Uh, which one was that? I think it was the eleventh uh, episode. I think it was the eleventh yeah, yeah. episode. And it was done really well. It's, it, I mean, yeah. really, really well. Really good stuff. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you told a uh, really great, another great spooky story in that one. Um, I did uh, about I the movies. Yes. Okay, so. so here's what happened, folks. I promise you, I'm not making this stuff up because it's gonna sound so out there. But I swear, this is what happened. So, we took our kids to the movies to see um, uh, Secret Life of Pets. So, that'll give you a time range. It was a few years back. So, we go. We're watching Secret Life of Pets. 
Now listen, again with the peeing. Okay, I have three kids. I had to pee in the middle of the movie. <laughs> hey, I got to you as well. I usually have to go and I have to, I've got an app that you can check uh, when a good time to go pee during the film is that, like, you know, here's something where you don't need to know what's going This is an integral, you know, integral, nice. integral. I'm having trouble with the word. But yeah, you can skip this part, you know, for this long if you run. So, yeah. So, so I waited until a good time and then I, I scooted out. I went to the restroom. Well, I am guessing that no movies were being um, released at that moment. Like everybody was in their seats because it was empty. The hall was empty. The bathroom was empty. So I go in. It's a big bathroom. It's really long. I go in and it had a swinging door. And I go into the first stall that's there. And just as I'm getting in and closing my stall door, I hear that door open, but it's like somebody hit it. Like, you know how you can burst into those swinging doors? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, boom. And then I see, I hear a little pitter patter and I see two, I, I see feet from it. Two little feet that are bare, no shoes on. Come running past my stall and go into the one next to mine. So my first thought was, Who's letting their kid run around a movie theater with no shoes on? Right. <laughs> That's weird. But I, you know, whatever. So I close my stall and I begin my procedure. <laughs> and the kid is making these robot noises. And he's, I assume it was a boy because he sounded like a little boy playing. So he's like, beep, bop, boop, beep, you know, whatever. And, and, uh, into the stall and start splashing in the toilet water, which is super gross. Yes. I'm kind of a germaphobe, so that freaked me out. So I'm thinking, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Don't look <laughs> under the stall. Like, just leave me be. So he's beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. And then he goes, this little robot voice, he says, what's your name? And he says it like that in like a little robot-y kid voice. And I, my in my brain... Was Matt, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> so I ignored him. So then he keeps beep, boop, boop, you know, splashing away. And he says, I asked you a question. Then I'm like, nope. Weird, where is he? Um, not going there. So I ignore him a second time. And then, so I'm finishing whatever, flush, start, you know, I'm doing all that. And he's still there making noises, and now he starts to giggle. And he's kind of come out of the stall, and I immediately look at the one next. And the door is not closed. It's, like, half open. I open. There's nobody in that stall. There's no water anywhere. Everything's normal, but I can still hear him laughing. And it sounds like his laughter is fading away, like he's floating down to the other other in wow. the bathroom. Oh. That is the moment where I realized this is not a kid. And I freaked out. <laughs> I've never washed my hands so fast in my life. <laughs> like, Damn. I did not sing the alphabet. I just washed yeah. and booked it. <laughs> Damn. And yeah, so I, I go back and at the end of the movie, my kids like to wait and see if there's going to be a little a scene at the end after the and so we hesitate and as we're getting up to leave um the workers come in to clean up the the movie theater and i am 
not shy at all, and my husband is, is, to his terror, I go make a beeline to them. (laughs) And I'm like, you guys, is this place haunted? And it was the weirdest Scooby-Doo moment ever. So three, there was four people, three younger employees, and then one employee that was an older gentleman standing back behind them. All three of those employees like smile and all turn around and look at the older guy. And then he gets a big grin and and walks over to me. I, I, you can't make this stuff up. So he walks over to me and he's like, oh, yeah, this place is haunted. Um, before this part was a theater, this used to be a parking lot to the smaller theater. And a little, little boy hit by a car and died in the parking lot. Huh. And then they built this wing of the theater on top of it. Oh, wow. So now all this stuff happens and he turns on lights and things and he messes with the movies sometimes and he this and that. And I said, oh my gosh, I was in the bathroom and I told them like briefly and he was, oh yeah, stuff happens in that bathroom all the oh, time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Now, do your kids have the same ability? Do they see things? Have they witnessed things like this? The younger two don't, but my 21-year-old does, but not as not as detailed as I have. He'll hear whispers and things, but I don't think he's ever seen anything. He has taken a picture at my nanny's house that you, you can see a little boy in. But um, other than that, but yes, he does have things wow. happen. Okay. Yeah. I'm always curious about that. That's cool, man. I, I've always wondered if my autistic son would ever, but I don't think he's... Like you used a radio scenario, I don't think he's tuned into that station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, that that's not his concern. Legos are his concern. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. Wow, that's cool. So you're on episode eleven now, right? With the podcast, at the latest one, it's at the. No, my latest one's 13. thirteen. Fourteen will come out this Friday. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Great. 13 was a question and answer that my sister and I did. Um, followers were asking us questions, so we, oh, cool. we did that. Nice. Nice. Is it a weekly? Do you put it out weekly? Yeah, yeah every Friday. And then we have bonus episodes for our patrons, too. Okay. Nice. Good. Good. And and is it everywhere? iTunes, Spotify? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. You, everybody should go and uh, give it a listen. They are um, they're a lot of fun. So yeah, <laughs> I have a blast making them. This is my favorite thing to talk about. So yeah, <laughs> you couldn't ask for a better job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. Is there any? How can people get in touch with you? Um, what is your information? What do you have out there? Um, I'm on Twitter, but. It's True Hauntings with a Z because somebody already had the other one. So don't type that one. It's not me. (laughs) True Hauntings with a Z. Then Instagram is at True Hauntings with an S. And I'm on Pinterest at True Hauntings. And then the blog, of course, is my main website. That's just truehauntings.com. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Well, Go and subscribe and read and and get all up into her world because it's a it's a fascinating one that's for sure. 
Thank you. It's fun. I have a crazy life. That's awesome. Well, thanks for. <laughs> if you think your house is haunted, have me over. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> we, we, we'll take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for uh, taking time to uh, to get together with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's been really fun. Absolutely. Well, we know you have more stories, so you'll have to uh, you'll have to come back again. Do you love a good horror story? Is it even better when you discover it's a true ghost story? Maybe you wish you could celebrate Halloween every day. Then True Hauntings and Scary Stories podcast is the show for you. One week, you will listen to my sister and I have a glass of wine while reading and discussing true ghost stories submitted to us by real people. So what, she was killed by an alligator? Yes, is that not the most Florida legend? you have ever heard in your life. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Only in Florida. The next week, you will hear me, Cynthia Sear, read one of my fictional short horror stories so you can enjoy getting creeped out while performing life's most mundane activities like housework or driving. As she bid farewell to her friends and made her way down the darkened street, he could feel his heart speeding up and the butterflies fluttering in his gut. The things he would soon show her would be marvelous. Visit TrueHauntings.com for information on how to submit your own true paranormal story for us to consider for our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on any of the major podcast apps and celebrate Halloween with us all year long. Well, if I had some grandparents that had a house that uh, that her grandparents that did uh, growing up, I would have n- probably never gone. I I don't know if I, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was crazy. I, and uh, the way that uh, she has the ability to sort of tell those stories is is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, those were amazing stories. Thank you, Cindy. And I could picture. Uh, my grandparents' house, um, maybe having kind of, uh, you know, I can imagine it having ghosts, but never, like, I, but if it were to have the full-on of what her grandparents' house did, yeah, be a whole different story. The history Just, there. I mean, yeah. the now, the I say this, the house that you grew up, the White House in Kingfisher, mm-hmm. the one that you grew up, that one I could definitely see some stuff going on in. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, okay. I was, I was thinking about uh, your Marshall grandparents. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it was, uh, dude. I mean, the history of of that house that her grandparents owned is creepy enough. Um, but then for it to be haunted by whatever inter- entities were left behind or came later, or whatever, man, I uh, it's it's cool story. And I'm really curious. I'm gonna find out where this is because if I go back to Florida, which I should in the next maybe couple of years, mm-hmm. I want to go kind of check that place out, man. You know? Yeah, I can, it's, it was, uh, I can tell, we talked off air and I can tell you it's the, uh, it's a La Quinta. Oh yeah. It's La uh, the La Quinta right. Inn. It's true. true. And, uh, <laughs> room, room 209. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, what's really cool is, yeah, we're, we're keeping it, uh, the actual location on the down low, but, um, I'm curious. 
she's going to come back and tell some more stuff because she's been back and she, um, she Barry, she got some EVPs for us to listen to that we completely forgot about when we were having this oh, incredible conversation. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah so, we're, so we've got to have her back simply yeah. for those, if not, but okay. for so much more. So yeah, we'll sweet. be having her back. Sweet man, Jeez, dude. sweet. Uh, that the movie theater story yeah. is just so yeah. awesome and so creepy. Yeah. Uh, as we've said many a times here on the show, there's probably nothing scarier or creepier than a little kid ghost. So, yeah, <laughs> or man. anything involving little kids, 100%. whether they're alive or dead. But yeah, yeah, dude, just because of the innocence, you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so creepy. That's true. Like, I think that's one of the reasons why I was drawn into the, um, the uh, Poltergeist movies, you know, oh, Carrie Ann. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. dude! You know, yeah. My and, sister was obsessed, yeah. with that movie because it would play on HBO. Because that back in the day, HBO was uh, was the only premium, yeah, uh, channel, yeah, and uh, like it only showed like six things. So we would watch uh, the incredibly. Uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman with Lily Tomlin and uh, Poltergeist, 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 right. all the time. And my right. sister was right up on that TV screen, just like, just like a little girl in it, and and just you know, and of course, anytime when it, she would turn around, my sister would also turn around and go, "They're here!" Oh and just, man, oh. <laughs> but yeah, great stuff, Cindy. Thank you again for for uh, yes. coming on and sharing those stories with us. We had such a good time, and again, check out her podcast, True Hauntings and Scary Stories. And you can go and check out her uh, her website, which is truehauntings.com. And uh, she, they've got a Facebook page. She's on the Twitter. I think she said she, her True Hauntings on Twitter had a Z at the end, or a Z if you are in the UK. Yeah. Um, but because the other version was taken. But yeah, listen to the podcast. And, you know, like it's cool stuff. So thanks again, Cindy. Uh, and like I said, we will have you back on. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. We got more stuff for you coming up uh, soon. And just, oh, all oh, the stuff we've got for you. Let me tell you. Well, I'm not, because you're just going to have to tune in and find out and listen. But we got some really cool stories coming up. And you all are always, you're going to enjoy, as always, as I should say. Uh, but, you know, I sometimes, I can make a lot of words come out, not necessarily always in the correct order. <laughs> all right hey weirdsville thanks for being here we will see you next week check us out on our social medias uh the instagram the facebook send us a love letter at wyws.pod no strike that wywspod at gmail.com yeah send it there and uh, let us know how we're doing share your stories and we'll have our good buddy jeff come on and read those stories if you don't want to tell them yourself, tell us your stories. Uh, get a hold of us through the social medias and all that good stuff. Have a good week, and we hope that you've recovered from the fourth. If not, you know, just uh, just chill out, keep the lights down low, and uh, enjoy yourself a a moment of quiet. I guess I don't know. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be weird. As always, 
If you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.